Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. For some time now, cancel culture. Safe spaces, trigger spaces uh, have been sweeping through many campuses of higher education. And in many cases, banning certain voices and ideas, firing professors, expelling students. So is it time to rethink our universities, their purpose, and especially their methods? Is it time for something new in higher education? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day. Think again. Well, there's a, a lot of interesting things being floated around, including the formation of a new university, University of Austin. Uh, during a speech for the Pioneer Institute, Barry Weiss, journalist and one of the founders of University of Austin, said that universities cease to be liberal when they're run by illib- illiberalism. If the individuals charged with upholding the mission of a university, let's say, if they cave to the demand of illiberals, well, then it's simple that institution will cease to be liberal. Uh, in an interview I did uh, a couple of years ago with St. John's College, which has a very different approach to higher education, President Mark Roosevelt uh, said that the civil dialogue is different from just civility, is what is clearly missing in our society and something we need to re-enthrone in higher education. So there's a difference between civility and civil dialogue. Civility just means being polite, and I think that's important. Sure. But civil dialogue is something beyond that. It's the ability to maintain courtesy and respect across difference. And that is certainly what we seem to have lost in our larger body politics. So during an interview with Lex uh, Friedman, uh, Niall Ferguson, who's one of the founders of Austin University, explained why, why they are creating a new university. A variety of ideas have come along that seek to limit and quite drastically limit what we can talk about strikes me as deeply unhealthy. And I'm not sure, and I've thought about this for a long time, you can fix it with the existing institutions. I think you need to create a new one. And so after much deliberation, we decided to do it. And I think uh, it's a hugely timely opportunity to do what people used to do in this country, which was to create new institutions. I mean, that used to be the default setting of America. Uh, I love that idea that we have become a little timid in our creation of new institutions uh, in so many things. 
Uh, and so I, I do love the idea of let's let's just explore this. Let's be curious. Can this be something different? Can it be something better? Uh, Niall went on to say that for the university to work, there'd have to be space not only for the good ideas, there actually has to be space for the bad ideas. In order for it to work well, there need to be very few constraints. There needs to be a sense that one can take intellectual risk. Remember, people in their late teens and early 20s are adults, but they're inexperienced adults. And if I look back on my own time as an undergraduate, saying stupid things was my MO. (laughs) My way to finding good ideas was through a minefield of, of bad ideas. Okay, that's super important uh, because often you may have a really bad idea put forward and if you don't have space for that or you just reject it out of hand, what, what I have found in business, in politics, in communities is often it's that really, really bad idea that deep in there, there might be one little tiny component that if you combine it with something else, becomes the solution and becomes an extraordinary idea. But if we don't have space for the bad ideas, in my view, we often aren't curious enough to get to the better ideas. Uh, Niall said that the university would pursue, and I love this framing, what he calls aggressive learning. Part of what motivates me is the, is the desire to give uh, the, the me's of today a shot at free thinking and really... I'd call it uh, aggressive learning, learning where you're really pushed. And I just think that stopped happening on the the major campuses because whether at Harvard, where I used to teach, or at Stanford, where I'm now based, I I sense a kind of suffocating atmosphere of self-censorship. Suffocating atmosphere of self-censorship. So now we're not even allow within the space between our two ears where we can be curious because we're self-censoring because we're too afraid of offending or getting called out or getting punished uh, or being labeled as something. And, and so being able to have a space for aggressive learning, uh, I, I just love that because that really is the way forward. Uh, and I don't want to paint with too broad a brush. There are institutions of higher learning who do this better than others. I think we have to be careful Uh, Because in the current political environment and the polarized politics, sometimes we're shutting down the very thing we should be teaching every student, and that is to be open-minded and to be thinkers for themselves and engage in the dialogue and the process and let people surprise you, be willing to learn, be willing to challenge your own assumptions uh, and so this is a this is a really interesting approach here. So finally, Niall said that a key principle again of this new university, University of Austin, would be a pursuit of truth, not politics. So I think one of the key principles of of the University of Austin will be that Weberian principle that politics is not an appropriate uh, subject for the lecture hall for the classroom. And we should pursue truth and enshrine liberty of thought. If that's a political issue, then I can't help you. I mean, if you're against freedom of thought, then we don't really have much of a discussion to have. In, our, in all of our education, K through 12 or higher education, 
we should pursue truth and enshrine liberty of thought. That's something to think about. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.